It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Good afternoon. It's Brooke Howard with The Daily Beast. It's Friday, July 30th, and this is the final edition of the Cheat Sheet Podcast. No worries, you can still find me at thedailybeast.com. And if you want to keep listening to The Daily Beast, check out Fever Dreams, where Daily Beast reporters take you inside the political rights push to retake power. Or listen to The New Abnormal with Molly Junk Fast to hear politicians, scientists, experts share their take on crazy things happening in this country. Go listen and subscribe today. Now for the last time, here are the top stories the Chi team is watching right now. Well, this is alarming. A COVID-19 outbreak in the Chinese city of Nanjing is said to be worse than Wuhan's initial cases at the onset of the pandemic. According to officials, the outbreak of the Delta variant has led to longer lines for testing. Almost 200 people have been infected since July 20th, with seven of those in critical condition. The sudden outbreak has increased fears about whether China's homegrown vaccines are even effective, specifically with protection from the Delta variant. Neighboring countries using Chinese vaccines have sought doses from other providers as a result. Officials have traced the outbreak to the Nanjing airport, where they believe a cleaning crew did not adhere to hygiene protocols with an inbound flight from Russia. The airport has reportedly been closed with all flights suspended through August 11th. About 200 Afghan translators and interpreters have arrived in the U.S. after years of helping U.S. troops in Afghanistan. But those still waiting for their applications to be approved are worried the Taliban may kill them before ever hearing back. According to some of the translators, the Taliban is executing people it believes helped U.S. forces. The fundamentalist militia has set up checkpoints across the country including on the path to Kabul, where applications are being received. Democratic Senator Tammy Duckworth of Illinois said in an interview that the State Department is facing a two- to four-year backlog of interpreter visa applications. Then-President Donald Trump was so obsessed with overturning the election results that he pressured the Department of Justice to announce that the 2020 election had been a sham. He reportedly did this even as DOJ officials told him that his assertions of fraud were false. During a phone call with officials, Trump brushed off their hesitation and said, quote, just say that the election was corrupt and leave the rest to me. Then he allegedly added that people, quote, saying that the election is not corrupt are corrupt. Before the call ended, Trump is said to have asserted to the officials that they were not, quote, following the Internet the way he does. Team USA was disqualified from the Olympic 4x400 Mixed Relay Friday after officials said an exchange between two runners was held outside the designated zone. Apparently, the faulty exchange by Elijah Godwin and Lena Irby between the first and second legs violates one of the World Athletics Tournament rules, meriting disqualification. The move puts Ireland in the qualifying position for the Olympic final. Team USA plans to appeal the call. Looks like everybody on Broadway has got to get vaccinated by September. The Actors' Equity Association, the union representing Broadway actors, and the Broadway League reached an agreement Thursday requiring all Broadway actors and stage crew to be vaccinated with exceptions for those who legally or medically cannot receive a dose. There will also be weekly testing for COVID-19 and improved air quality at theaters. The executive director for Actors' Equity says it is, quote, an important milestone on the path to getting all members safely back to work. 
The agreement will reportedly be for shows in New York and productions across the country. Melinda French Gates and Mackenzie Scott, the former wives of Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos, respectively, have donated $40 million to four organizations dedicated to gender equality. In a statement, Scott said, quote, The awardees are strong teams working on the front lines and from within communities to help women build power in their lives and careers. The donations are part of the Equality Can't Wait Challenge, which works to empower women on their prospective career paths. The organizations receiving funding through the award include ones dedicated to shifting caregiving from the binds of unpaid work, helping women in the tech industry, and supporting businesses run by Native women. That's all for today. Thank you for being a loyal listener to the Daily Beast Cheat Sheet Podcast. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.